speaking of controversial takes, the Nerds of Night podcast is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are back. Yeah. So yeah, welcome back, everybody, to the Nerds of Night podcast. We got a, a much anticipated, I wouldn't really say anticipated, I'd say a much, speaking, a much delayed podcast, a much belated yeah. video game podcast featuring your two, your two go-to gaming boys, Shine and Brennan. Isn't that right, Brennan? Oh, yeah. And, oh, hold on. There's a special guest that's just joined the podcast, everybody. This is like when uh, when you're playing uh, – what game was that? You know when you play Super Smash Brothers and you uh, you get the like incoming fighter, you get the brand-new character coming in? Yeah. This is what it's like right now. We have a – you want me to say Bat? You want me to say your real name? But both. You can do both. We got we got Sean on the – first time officially as a Nerds at Night. I think it's the first time on the podcast. First time, yeah. You can go, you can go uh, we'll plug his stuff later in the in the podcast if he if he does well. If not, we're gonna cut him out. We're gonna edit everything <laughs> he says out of the podcast and make it look like it was only us two the whole time. <laughs> except, long periods of nothing. Except that'd be a lot of work. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Uh, that's but no, funny. Yeah, we're back, everybody, with the video game. I think it's the first one in twenty twenty one. First yeah, since like for sure. 2020. Yeah, but we got a nice little show for you. We're not gonna talk. Don't worry. I know you're. I know you're sitting there. You're, you got your your headphones on. You're driving to work and you're scared. They're gonna talk about everything that happened since the last time they did a podcast. No, no, we're not. I don't remember anything that happened between them. But <laughs> we have a lot of stuff that nights. happened this week. It's been a big week in the video game world. Honestly, there's been a lot of news. But we're going to start the one place. We're going to pick up where we left off, though. I think we talked about it every single podcast last year. We talked about Game Pass. Because so, it's amazing. It's the yeah, best, it's the best deal in gaming. Yes, so, it is. So let Sean come on the podcast and let him run for a little bit. Sean, I want you to tell me how excited you are that MLB The Show is launching on Game Pass. Okay, you you really don't understand. I used to have the Xbox, had it for a long time. Then it's like, you know what? I really want MLB the show. Sold my Xbox, bought the PS4 just to play MLB the show. That's when Aaron Judge was on the cover. Uh, What's that, 20? Yeah, last year. Two years ago, last year? Yeah. Oh, whenever, whenever Aaron Judge was... I was yeah, whenever Aaron Judge was on the cover. Uh, played it, loved it. Xbox came out and said, hey, we're going to put it on on Xbox Game Pass. I was like, oh, sweet. Sold the X- PlayStation. Screw that. I want Xbox. Xbox Game Pass is honestly the best thing you can ever get. I'm really excited to play it. I'll be, I'll be playing a lot, probably streaming, YouTubing. All day. All day. It's just crazy to think that this is the first party Sony game. It's a, uh, been a Sony exclusive since its inception in like 05. But yeah. the fact that it's made by um, a, like Sony San Diego, I think. Or, yeah, or is it Santa Monica? It's not Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica is Gears of War, right? It's San Diego. Gears of War, Gears of War. But yeah, Sony San Diego, like in makes and then it's launching on game pass and but that and the fact that it's not launching on playstation now 
that's a separate conversation for another time. I guess we can get that a little later. But I think it just shows that Game Pass is uh, crazy. It's expanding its library every day. As uh, this month also, Outriders released on Game Pass, a third-party game. A little bit of a small yeah, on Xbox though. Just uh, well, yeah, just on Xbox, uh, not on the PC version, but on Xbox and the cloud. So yeah, but that's the beauty of Game Pass, right? It's fifteen bucks a month. You get, and that covers your Game Pass for your mobile device, your Xbox, and your PC, and Gold, which is wild. Especially when you think of like EA Play, for example, which is now part of Game Pass. Doesn't really matter. But EA Play, if you had it for your Xbox, you had to get a separate subscription for the EA Play for your computer. The True that. Don't cross over. But the fact that Game Pass does is just, I mean, it's it, makes sense. it just makes sense. They're also getting GTA 5 back this month. Uh, it's been gone since May of 2020. It's is now coming back. Wow. And they announced they're at 18 million Game Pass users now. Dang. Uh, That's quite a bit. There was a small story. I couldn't really figure out. I only saw one thing. I, I want to say it was on uh, a member of Kotaku tweeted it about. They were talking. Uh, I guess some guy that used to run Make God of War. I don't remember the guy's name, but he said Sony had an announcement that their plan to back Game Pass up. But around the same time, it was talked about that PlayStation Now, you don't have to have Plus to play PlayStation Now games. You still have to have Plus to play like Call of Duty and stuff on your PlayStation, but if you wanted to play a multi- uh, There was a game on PlayStation Now that had multiplayer. You didn't have the Plus to play that game, which is huh. kind of cool, but you still wouldn't be eligible for the games, the free games with Plus if you didn't have Plus, like if you just had Now. And... Obviously, if you want to play another game that's not on now, you'd have to have Plus. I don't know why they haven't combined the two into a joint subscription already, but I think I guess that just makes too much sense. I think this is a matter of time. But Sony has said in the past that they have no interest in competing with Game Pass because they don't want to lose money on their games. <laughs> most of their games make most of their games are super high selling, so I see what they're saying. That's true. But also, I mean, people can still buy the games. Like, look at Game Pass, but you think 18 million people use Game Pass. Some of those games probably sell more than 18 million copies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's $270 million a month. Yeah. That's a gigantic number. That's wild. Of, of passive. Passive income. I wouldn't call it passive because they're constantly adding stuff to it. But, Yes. It's the, it's amazing. And before we because some people don't touch it and oh yeah. And before we get too much on Sony, I'll sit here like I don't want to dog on Sony whole podcast. We're gonna get to some like positive Sony stuff later. But just since we're talking about Game Pass, there's the news that uh, Kojima's next game, you know, creator of Metal Gear Solid, he made Death Stranding, obviously exclu- PlayStation exclusive, that his next game will be on Xbox and mo- more than likely on Game Pass. Wow. And I, okay, that's cool. I, I'm not ready to dig a Sony grave yet or even have the conversation that is there, are they in trouble? But if Xbox gets a Kojima game, right? And they already have, we already know Bethesda, and like there's all signs are pointing to like 
Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield will be Xbox exclusives. The exclusive lineup then will start looking a little more... I mean, already that looks competitive for Xbox and Xbox's favor. It'll be an actual conversation now, which one you have to get. Do you agree, Brennan? Totally, man. Yes. I just think it's I, I think it's I don't think I don't think Sony's uh gonna digging a grave just yet. I do think if they don't adopt it in the next three to four years, they will be digging a grave. Right now, they're so far ahead that I don't think it matters too much. But as Game Pass becomes more of a uh, a deal and more people notice it and get it, I do think it's going to cause trouble for them. Yeah, I think this year is particularly important because with the graphics card shortages, uh, I've seen that a lot of big games, like there's talks they might push God of War back a year until PlayStation 5s are more available. More out in the wild. And a way they could, if, like, if, PlayStation, if God of War doesn't come out, it's a whole year without a big exclusive, right, this year. Yeah. Which is not, like, it ha- it's happened before. I mean, we saw it the first year PlayStation was out, right? They Yeah. But if they're like, hey, no God of War, but to give you PlayStation 5 users a reason to own a PlayStation 5 right now, uh, here's PlayStation Now, but we fixed it for, I mean, you don't have to make it the same price. You can make it more expensive. Like, I think it's, the thing about Game Pass, if Game Pass costs 20 bucks, it'd still be a deal. So they're like, here's PlayStation Now for 20 bucks. It includes Plus, and it had Sony games on it. The whole backlog of all Sony exclusives, and it, if they release God of War Day 1, they're like, and God of War will be Day 1 on PlayStation Now. That'd be crazy. If it's twenty bucks, the better. Yeah. <laughs> well, X- Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, is, you know, it's what I got, and it's only fourteen nine nine per yeah, month. So well, that's the crazy thing about. Now, you talking about right? As you have like you get EA hundreds of games. Yes, even the EA. But I used to pay. You know, like, I used to pay for that separate. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, it's 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 just crazy. Sony needs to start thinking about it. They need to. to. And this will jump into our next Sony topic. I think. The news this week kind of upset me. I don't – not I care about Days Gone. Like, I didn't particularly like the game, right? I didn't think it was garbage. I just, like – It's okay. Yeah, it's nothing – It's a subpar Sony game. Yeah, it's equivalent to what you'd play on, like, at the – It's like an Xbox. Xbox One exclusive. Like, it's a fun game. But the news that they canceled – or in 2019, they said they're not – they declined. I forget who made that game, but they wanted to make a sequel. They said no. And – yeah, and instead they're making a Last of Us One remake, which honestly I could be not. I could be. I'm not interested at all. I've played the game while well, we were making the first one three times or twice. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. Uh, is that like? Is that not just a rumor, or is that completely true? I've seen it on every. I was checking it. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, it says Sony's remaking Last of Us. That's so, yeah, I love Last of Us. That game is amazing, but there is no point in remaking it. I just remastered it in 24, like a year after it came out. Yeah. I saw a meme. It showed a, it said Sony finally doing what Rockstar does, and it showed a PS3, PS4, and a PS5 copy of GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> I them all. 
<laughs> Which they would. That's just that would be the third time they've released uh Lassos. And Yeah. I don't know, like Is it one of those popular games like Skyrim? I, I know this one's PlayStation exclusive. But it's super popular, yes, and it's amazing. Like it's it's definitely the best PS3 game. But why definitely are you the... remaking Last of Us instead of just re-releasing Last of Us 2 on the PS5? Why are you releasing the first one? No idea. Because I thought the whole point of them uh, remaking Last of Us the first time was to get people that didn't play Last of Us on PS3. Because yeah. a lot of people didn't adopt PS3 that did adopt PS4. Yeah, which made sense, even though it was what not even a less than a year after the game came out, or less than like right after. It was more. It was a little more than a year. Because the game. Well, yeah, I guess did it release in 2015? Oh, yeah, it was 2015 when it came out, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Not quite two years after the game and that came out, they had a remaster for it. But it was fine because a lot of people went from 360 to PS4. So you had this whole yeah. group of people that didn't play the first Lost of Us. You're upscaling it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was happy. Yeah, I, like it was the first time I played Lost of Us. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have, like, I've seen it online and I still don't understand the hate behind Last of Us 2. I think people are just, I don't understand what they want from a game. I think they wanted the story to go a certain way. Sean, do you care about spoilers? We spoil. Uh, no, I will never, never, or will I play Last of Us. So, we're at 13 minutes. If you just want to skip ahead to 15 minutes and like, give it, skip ahead like two, three minutes. We're gonna spoil some Last of Us two stuff. It's been a year, but uh, so here you go. Ahead. And then yeah, so I think most people complain that Joel died in the beginning of the game. Which yes, I yeah. I think was necessary. I think to, like I think it it fit the game. It made sense. It drove Ellie's story. Yes. Uh, and it it made for a really good story. Like it's all about revenge. She gets to the end and says that it's not really what she wanted. It just doesn't bring him back. Right. People were complaining that it makes no sense. They meet this they meet the killer on accident, and how does that make any sense? Or why would Joel get killed? And I saw someone's like, well, it makes sense Joel gets the kills. He literally kills hundreds of Firefly people. People would be out for revenge. You don't just get away with that. It's not like yeah. he's a squeaky clean character. Yeah, he's not. So it makes sense that people would want to kill Joel. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. And so... I don't know if they're the only thing I can think of why they would re. Oh, if you're coming back, we're done with less with two spoilers. But um, the only thing I can think of why they're remaking Last of Us is maybe just try to cash in on the TV show. Yeah, has to be. I'm like, oh, we'll remake. It's a. It's clearly says a remake. So I mean, is that like Neil Druckmann's not going to be involved? I don't know. And in that hmm. case, like, if it's Ben, like, the rumors I saw is Ben's going to work on it, not Naughty Dog. If it's just a remake, then I could see that and understand that. Because they would just remake it with a better better graphics. That's it. That's a remaster, though. I feel like there's a... Because it says in the article, like, they remastered the game in 2015. This will be a remake. Oh, I hope not. And like like a re like a whole reboot. Well, like when I say remake, like I feel like they're gonna change stuff. 
No, Bend isn't nearly. Well, it says the like, developer Naughty Dog is reportedly at the helm of the project. Okay, so like everything I was seeing earlier was saying Bend was gonna do it. Oh, okay. If as long as Naughty Dog's involved, it's I can okay. I see them changing the characters Ellie and Joel to make them look like the actors in the new show. They could do that. It's a remake. I just don't. I don't like it. It's just. I don't know. I feel it's like. Pointless. I think it's another. If it, somehow, it doesn't hurt us, but it doesn't. We don't like it. If somehow Xbox, like, if we just, if somehow Xbox comes, and like this console cycle passes PlayStation, this console cycle, like if they win this cycle, I think well, this, could be be this could be something you could point to. You're like well, Xbox was doing Game Pass, and they were getting all these games, and for the first couple years of Sony, it's like. Nothing happened, and they just they spent one of their they used one of their best studios just to remake an old game instead of releasing a new yeah. IP. But I feel like Naughty Dog is in the top three best studios of everywhere. Well, that's what I said. Like that, they're Sony. It's Sony's best uh, studio. Yeah. Studio, and if they. I just don't understand using your. It's like not good asset management. I feel like using no. Naughty Dog to make something like. Or if they okay, it's like so they say they want to like Neil Druckmann's gone working on the show and Naughty Dog's busy. Then just don't do anything. Or just work on a game slowly. Don't take time to build a remake of for a second time of a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. But this being said, we're gonna look back in two years and God of War Ragnarok comes out, Horizon, Horizon Two comes out, some surprise Sony game we don't even know about yet comes out, and then. Right, man, Game Pass is cool and all, but I ain't got this. Yeah, let's be honest. Xbox is exclusives. They're just not on par with Sony's. And no, Sony's is better. Unless, unless Bethesda... Bethesda's exclusives is going to is It's going to bring it where they're even. Yeah, if the Kojima game comes out and is like better than Death Stranding, which I didn't care about. People liked it, but it's a Kojima game, right? So it's going to be weird. It's okay. It's going to be weird. It's a Kojima game. Yeah. So, I mean, if the Kojima game comes out, it's on there, and then you have Starfield and uh, Elder Scrolls Six. then the conversation's going to be close. Yeah, if those two games are exclusive, that will make it very close. And, like, how good the exclusives are. Just imagine Elder Scrolls Six being exclusive just to Xbox. And the fact that the be mind blowing have been more widely available than PlayStation so far. You be it's been easier to get an Xbox than a PlayStation. Yeah, you know when I when I went and got one, my way to that GameStop. But there's only also, two PlayStations and four Xboxes. If you're sitting there looking at the price, you know like they're the same price essentially for the Xbox Series X and the PS5. Well, it's like okay, it's like well we talk about this. I mean, then it's becomes Game Pass. I think the more third party games go to Game Pass, the more the scale kind of tips, right? Yes. Because then you got then it's a value conversation. It's like, well, yeah, I might miss out on Ragnarok, but I can pay. I get all these other games monthly, and like that's the thing people understand is like, you buy a PlayStation or an Xbox, you're gonna have to buy the online service, either PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold. It's been like this for years, so it's yep. like, I gotta buy that anyways. But when I pay for my when I get my Gold with Xbox, I get all these games. When I get Plus, I get two, three games a month, and that's it. This gets yep. all these. Now, PlayStation Plus games have been good, but 
it's nowhere near the, yet the value that of Game Pass. Yeah. Sony is totally losing in the value category yeah, when it comes to that. Pro consumers, but Sony's always been kind of like, let our game speak for themselves. If you don't like it, go somewhere else kind of deal. Like, with backwards compatibility, they basically said, who cares about it? See, like, their games do speak for themselves, but now that, now that Microsofts are going to also, they need to do something. Because, yeah, people are still going to want to play God of War. They're probably going to buy a PlayStation for it. People are still going to want to play the next Naughty Dog game. And I don't know if the money's been disclosed how much Microsoft had to pay to get maybe the show on Game Pass. But to me, like I saw people saying, like, this is a good sign for Sony. Like This seems like they have no interest in making a streaming service if they're just going to let an exclusive go to a different a competitor. Like, oh, if they were, like, I could see if they're like, the show launches on PlayStation now. But they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to let Xbox have let, – let the show be on Xbox. But then they're just letting it put in Game Pass. So I don't know how the revenue split works, right? Like, if it was on Game Pass – if it was just on Xbox and you had to buy 60 bucks, and so I could see how Sony's getting their money's worth, right? Like, oh, they're making yeah. – it's a business decision. There's like, why not make more money? Like, you talked about, like, Bethesda. Like, it makes sense financially to have them games on both. Just yeah. Go to Game Pass. I'm like, why didn't Sony just put it on their own streaming service? Mm-hmm. And that makes me think that we're not getting a Sony Game Pass anytime soon. I saw they were adding three games to PlayStation Now, like relatively new well, like games. Avengers is on there. Uh, Control is on there still. Which I know that doesn't, that's an older game, but that's all the added Avengers. They were asked, I think they're also adding something else that was a little more popular. I don't think you can, you don't download still, right? It's just streaming. I have no idea, honestly. I think you can download now. I know it's different when it used to be like Derek was talking about it and he was like, don't you got to rent the game still? I was like, no, that's, that's old PlayStation now. We don't do that no more. No more renting games. Yeah. I remember, I remember running Payday 1 for like nine bucks for 45 days. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. But I have enough Game Pass news now. We can switch and do some delays before we get to some announcements. We have one announcement, but we'll get to some delays. Uh, Deathloop has been delayed again to uh, September yeah. 2021. That is the Bethesda game that will be a timed exclusive. Sony, along with Ghostwire Tokyo. What do you that think might be one of the last ones. What do I think the delay's about? Yeah. Just not getting the game done in time? Yeah. I don't think there's any, like, uh, other motives behind it. I think, literally, they just want to make it the best they can. Because it's Arcane. Arcane does a really good job. I was going to say, just keep a pin in this. And if Ghostwire Tokyo gets delayed, then we can start talking about Microsoft trying to nix the games in the Sony contract. <laughs> so back, they become obscure and no one cares about it anymore. And for Deathloop, it says we're committed to the quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop. Yeah, I'm not trying to start any rumors or trying to start anything, but just keep an eye <laughs> out. If Ghostwire Tokyo gets delayed, remember what you heard here, and then just wait. They're going to delay him out until... 
the last till long as they can and just release them. And people are like, oh, I don't care about Deathloop anymore. It's been years. And then the last two Sony games and Bethesda contract come out on a whimper. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's a PS5? No, no one knows about them anymore. Like, a game comes out, it's like, finally, 2023, Deathloop comes out. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's I saw game at E3 2019. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Themselves with Last Guardian. <laughs> yeah. I used to buy every single Sony exclusive, and I didn't buy that one. I rented it. I just heard it wasn't good. I never. I still haven't played it. The big, the bird dog gave me a, made me anxious. I didn't like it. <laughs> Scared you? Gave, it didn't scare me. Just gave me anxiety. <laughs> I didn't like the way his face. Sure. Oh, that's funny. Also, another game that got delayed by one of my favorite developers. I think you know who I'm going to be talking about, Cheyenne. Say it. Back for Blood. Ooh. Turtle Rock delayed it. They announced a new date yet? October. Damn. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the the new Left 4 Dead. Yeah, basically a new Left 4 Dead. They just yeah. can't call it Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it was scheduled for uh, the end of June. I think it was June twenty second. That's uh, that's such a perfect release date too. I, I think summer game. Like, yeah, summer is always dry. You have such. A, we say that, but it's usually not. There's usually a game that comes out and takes advantage of it. Well, summers used to be dry. They're not like, as much anymore. I think like Overwatch was the end of May. Uncharted Four was the end of. Was it end of May too? Uh, I'm not sure. I know Last of Us was May. Yeah, and then the remake was like July, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I know I was really excited for Back for Blood, and I'm like, I was excited for the summer because, like you said, summer games are. I feel like games like that are perfect for the summer, not the biggest game. You have the whole month of June, basically July to yourself. They come out into June. Uh huh. So, you think you wait till October for it? Can I wait? Yeah, I mean, I have no choice but to wait. Well, yeah, no want choice, but Storm Total Rock and demand the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been so many years since Left 4 Dead 2. So many. So Give me another zombie shooter. Like you can just play Left 4 Dead 2 on Steam still. I don't want it. I've been doing that for years. <laughs> I know it like the back of my hand. <laughs> uh. June 18th. When it was supposed to come out. Okay. So yeah, basically middle of June. Well, now it's all the way in October. Which, that's four months. I mean, could have been worse, but... And I was watching a gameplay on that. Uh, alpha gameplay. And it looked pretty... Iffy. I know it was alpha gameplay, but still. Usually the alpha gameplay looks decent. Yeah, because I remember... And I remember it was choppy. And it wasn't too bad. Yeah, this the uh, gameplay was choppy. It didn't look the best. The animations, like some of them, looked like part of the animation was just completely missing. So I I do think they needed time, and I'm glad they took it because I want this to be a good, very good game. I think delaying's never a bad thing in games. I think people get upset because they feel like they're promised something. And I get if you pre-ordered a game, how you'd be mad. But since midnight launches haven't been a thing for a couple years. And I kind of miss those. The rise of digital sales, it's not like you need to worry about a game selling out anymore. 
which I don't know no. if you had to worry about a game selling. Well, there's a couple times at GameStop you try to go buy a disc game back in the day and it'd be sold out. Left 4 Dead. Payday. Left 4 Dead 2. No, I guess Payday 2, they, they couldn't get copies of the game. The game kept getting delayed. Yeah, I remember that. We were trying to get it. Such a weird time. I remember we pre-ordered it and they're like, yeah, we haven't got the shipment yet. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, if the truck was supposed to come Monday and they didn't, sh- the, the company, the game was supposed to launch on like a Tuesday and they're like, 343 or whatever overkill didn't ship the game till Tuesday and then the guy was like this is the first time they ever launched a disc game they didn't know they didn't understand that you had to ship it days before god got the game like four days later yeah I remember that single day you got it yet nope yeah that was hilarious but no I think delaying a game is always a good thing I mean look at cyberpunk right like I think we all had fun. We all have fun with it, and man, I'm just need to be delayed more. Honestly, I'm killing these segues today. But I mean, look at Cyberpunk getting delayed a little bit. People get upset. I mean, I guess it delayed basically a whole year. People throwing yeah. a fit, demanding the game to get launched. They launched the game. People throwing a fit. It should have been delayed longer. This isn't perfect. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Very true. And speaking of cyberpunk getting delayed, Brennan, I want you to let's just everyone take a moment of silence. This is where the the podcast the gray is over. The sad piano music plays as we talk about the possible death of cyberpunk 2770 2077's multiplayer. Not they're they're very what they said about it is very unclear. Like it sounds like it's still there, but it sounds like they're gonna they're changing it up or something. I don't know. When I was thinking about Cyberpunk's multiplayer, I was thinking of like something similar to GTA Online, where a bunch of my friends and me are running around in Night City with grill arms. Yeah, I was thinking that. I thought that was really ambitious, and I thought maybe it's not gonna be like that, but I was hoping. Big time. Hoping for that. Well, it kills the hope, Brennan. It, it, it does to a point, like, I wish they would come out and tell us what they meant by that. It's so cryptic. Because all they said was a reimagining, right? Like, they're going to reimagine the multiplayer? I can't remember exactly what they, what they said, but it was very muddled. <laughs> it basically just... It, it basically said, like, they were maybe canceling it or maybe rethinking what it was like. Yeah, and it wasn't going to so. come out this year. Like, was it supposed to come out this year or next year? When it was like, next year. 2022. Did they push yeah. it back? Didn't say that either. Said, like, well, I don't know if it was pushed back or not. It just, no I felt like it was always later. Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't give a timetable. It's all up in the air still. Like, Companies tried to reach out to them, ask them what they meant. Nothing. But they did announce that they are getting ready to start production on either a cyber, uh, both a cyberpunk sequel and a Witcher sequel. Work on my multiplayer first. They said Witcher 4 should be in development next year. By the end of this year or next year. I don't care about Witcher 4. Give me Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer. Let me ride around in a little hatchback whatever you want to call it with one of my buddies shout out to witcher 3 the nerds of night 
greatest game of the 2010s. I'm still angry about that. Witcher is a very great game, but I do not agree with it. Beating out the before-mentioned Last of Us and an amazing podcast. I think Last of Us is better. So Shout-out to my ability to mention Evolve and every podcast we ever do. Turtle Rock, listen to this. Keep delaying Back for Blood and release Evolve too. Thank you. No, no, no. Just put out Back for Blood and start working on working on a uh, Evolve too. I make a million tickets, so when I win like the the lottery, like when I win like the five hundred million dollars, I just call Turtle Rock. It's like, hey, I, I have five hundred million dollars. How much do you need to make Evolve too? <laughs> <laughs> I'll fund it. <laughs> just two hundred million dollars. Sounds like all right. Sounds here you good. go. This is charity. <laughs> and then it's like Star Citizen. I sink two hundred million dollars in the game that's not even out. Dude, yeah, I haven't even thought about that game in a while. And I was. I saw some news where people were getting mad about it. Like, I guess they said something about they're changing how it's gonna release, and people were up in arms on Twitter. What game? Star Citizen. <laughs> Have you ever heard about that, Sean? Um, I'm looking it up. It's a highly ambitious like space game. You uh, you can be on foot, you can be in your spaceship, or you can board other people's spaceships. All sorts of stuff like that. It's super ambitious. It's the most ambitious game of all time. Honestly, probably. And it was crowdfunded, pretty much all of it, right? Yeah. So they raised... It's got to be well over hundreds of million dollars at this point. I think it's over $200 million people now. People have gave to them, and the game's still not out fully. I'm going to look that up, actually. Is a, it, uh, Star Citizen is a $330 million game that does not exist. $330 million. It does exist, right? You can download. You can play Star Citizen. You can Citizen. play it. Well, play beta it. or alpha or whatever. The one yeah. that... The one thing that's crazy to me is you have to buy the ships in that game with real money. Yep. It started in 2010 as a Kickstarter. Yeah, it's, it's been going on. Holy for crap. We're on some yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 level of development here. Elder Scrolls 6 isn't even this bad. Almost. Well, yeah, well, but people didn't give them three, $350 million. Is it separate teams that work on Elder Scrolls and Fallout or is it the same team? I think it's the same team. That's why I was saying that. Okay, you're good. You're good. I was like, what you, I was like, Skyrim was like 2011, bud. It's been a long time. Yeah. Still a good game. Same, same exact team that works on both of those. Oh, yeah. Not too sure. So, one, before we get into uh, another announcement, I, I wrote this down and I said it. So, yeah, we, uh, we said 18 million, do- uh, 18 million users for Game Pass as opposed to PlayStation Now has 2.2 million users. Oh, that's a gigantic gap. That's insane. But speaking of PlayStation Now, maybe they should release their newly announced cinematic horror first-person game, Abandon. Put that. I'm actually excited for that. On PlayStation. That makes me want a PS5. See, that's the problem. They put out such good-looking games, it's hard to not want a PlayStation. The game does look dope. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, 
gonna want that. Gonna want the next God of War. Gonna want the next Naughty Dog game. I think like, Sony should just release their games on PC as well. Dude, I would pay 20 bucks a month. Make a Sony launcher, just like they do at Xbox. Yes. And I'd go there and I'd buy all the Sony games. Yeah, I'll have a subscription PlayStation if they did that on PC. I... I've been I would even go every, buy a PlayStation controller. I've been denied every New Age shuffle I've put in for. I just want a PS5. <laughs> hey, I was lucky to get get a cap a graphics card from it. I know. Yeah, you were, dude. Cuz I've tried at every shuffle. I've not missed a single one and I have not got anything. Today there's a shuffle with a bunch of sixty seven hundred XTs and I don't really want one of those, so New Egg if you're listening to this, uh can you hook your boy up with a shuffle win? Just one. Don't, I'm not saying rig the odds or anything illegal, but <laughs> Yeah, my email is Eddings twelve at AOL dot com. You just you dox yourself, bud? At AOL. <laughs> yeah, AOL. <laughs> fake email. Don't don't send him. Everyone send him all your complaints for the nerds tonight to brennaneddings12 at AOL.com. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> 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 I was going to... Like, Did that throw you off? <laughs> but, uh... Let's see. Is that it for the podcast? We got anything else we want to talk about? Uh, that's it that I know of. I don't, I'm excited about a few games, uh, the day before. It's supposed to be like an MMO zombie game. That looks good. Uh, and I'm, uh, I just bought Outriders and excited to play that. Want to yeah, see that what that's really all good about. Game. You said Outriders? You just bought Outriders? Yeah. yeah. I did too. I'm ready to play that. You know, just so the trailer that I've seen not playing it, it reminds me of Destiny. Oh yeah, it's very similar to Destiny. And I totally agree to that. With Destiny when it came out. Besides it only being four hours, yes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's that's so all I have time this week. for everyone's favorite segment of the Nerds and Night video game show. It's this week in video game history, and this is where the horns play. Bum, 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 bum. So, let's start this off. Let's go in chronological order. You ready? Yeah. 2016, this week, I would say the birth of VR gaming came out. The HTC Vive came out. And I know you said, that, Shine, the Oculus came out like a month before. Yes, but Job Simulator released with the HTC Vive in 2016. And I know hey. you guys weren't watching... You guys were not watching you Oculus clips on YouTube. You're watching Markiplier and Jacksepticeye play Job Simulator. I just want to tell you, I still play Job Simulator. Job Simulator is dope. Really? Now, you ready for this? We're going to go back. We're going to go back one more year back to 2015. When? What happened in 2015, you say? What? Yeah, I don't Combat know. Bad X released, and then GTA 5 released on PC. I know. Much, uh, less, much less news here. We have two more things. Don't worry. 
Now we go all the way back to 2008. I'd go back to 2008 to find a quality game that was released this week. Mario Kart Wii was released in 2008. One of the best-selling Wii games on the best-selling yeah. console of all time. One of the best-selling consoles of all time. And then, to find another week, our last bit of stuff, we have to go all the way back to 1999 when Team Fortress 1 was released on computers. Wow. Team Fortress Classic. Uh, I want a Team Fortress 3, honestly. Uh, I have no... I, let, me tell you, let me tell you a little secret. What? I think I maybe played an hour of Team Fortress 2 in my life. Well, that's because by the time we played it, it was so far when I got behind. The, when I got the orange box. Oh, yeah. And I had the orange box for PlayStation, and they were not putting up out updates for it. So it was broken. Team Fortress was broken on PlayStation. Orange Box is the second. Orange Box was the greatest deal in gaming until Game Pass came out. Honestly, Portal, <laughs> ha all the Half Lives, Team Fortress Two. Oh, what a time! But, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. You know, we're gonna try to make this. A weekly, if not bi-weekly, game show with the three of us. Okay, yeah. Um, so I hope you guys don't hate Sean too much. Hopefully not. Sean's agreeing to it on podcast. <laughs> yes, sure did. I've told this before. Don't that don't act. This ain't that metal. We've talked about this off camera. <laughs> um, we've, uh, yeah, we try to make this a bi-weekly, weekly game show. Sean is now a member of the Nerds of Night podcasting group we have some sports stuff coming i'm trying to i had a it came to me like a vision like john smith in the deserts of arizona when mormonism came to him when he got the whole idea or kind of like moses in the desert i saw everything i saw it all laid out in front of me the whole nerds of night i saw into the burning bush brennan and uh, i'm gonna try to get i'm gonna try to get sean his own show on the nerd i'm gonna try to get him his own podcast we'll be we'll be about that's for a later date. That's for a surprise video. But I saw everything. My mind was open. I saw the future, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, follow the Nerds at Night on Twitch.tv slash the Nerds at Night. Yes. I would tell you to listen. I, I think it's the most redundant thing in podcasting when they say follow our podcast or whenever you get podcasts from. How are you listening to this if you're not following already? So I guess just keep doing what you're doing. Don't unfollow wherever you get your podcast from. Tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your neighbor's grandma. Not your neighbors, though. We don't want him listening to podcasts. Follow Sean at twitch.tv slash bats. I know you're thinking, I did that. It's not him. Switch the A for a, a 4 and switch the S for a Z. So B4TZ, twitch.tv slash B4TZ to get all the best gaming content there. I mean, really eat your heart out, Tim the Tap, man. We have bats. This is like when uh, Nade Shot left Optic to create 100 Thieves. This is what Sean joining the Nerds of Night is like. That was a big night, Sean. Or like when... Uh, <laughs> for you that for you audio listeners, right, there's a video. We can see Sean on camera. This man just took the biggest bite of food I've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> oh my god. This is honestly like when Superman came back from the dead in Justice League. We have Sean on our team, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, well, uh, well, I'm Batman. Apparently guys, not just I want you to scratch your thing. Sean has just been re- released from the Nerd Tonight podcast. It was a <laughs> we couldn't come to some... Uh, there was some personal... I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to get canceled quite yet. But uh, And then you can follow Brennan at... Brennan Eddings, 12 at, AOL, at AOL.com. Send him all your angry emails. If you want to cancel us, send it to him. But I think this is a... This is everything, pal. This has been the... You yeah. just want to sign off? You just want to say goodbye to the audience? Yeah. All right. Okay, well, that's it, everybody. <laughs>